Welcome everybody back to Outwatch, the Survivor Rewatch podcast. Thanks for joining us today. We are on episode four of Survivor Kageyan, that's season 28. And we are taking a deep dive into each episode, one pod episode at a time. Uh, until there is only one remaining, at which point they will be the sole survivor and the winner of one million dollars. <laughs> My name is Alex and I will be <laughs> your host and guide through this experience. Like the cat, the cat on the poster. Oh, hang in there. I'm just hanging in there, man. Just hanging in there. Uh, and I am joined, as always, by three of my friends who are going on this journey with us. Um, and I, I just this is a bit of a meta note here, but I recently upgraded my soundboard app in which I keep all of these fun posters or God, these fun <laughs> clips. I read the word cat poster. Just hang in there. Just hang in there. Like the just cat hang in there, Alex. You got it. Hang in there. I'm just hanging in there. And so uh, it's so much easier to access these clips now. And one of the best things about it is that it comes with a big set of pre-made stock sound effects. Um, so, for example, I've got this one, you know, a, a big nasty burp. I've got a, a fun magic harp. Um, and it, I've also got what I thought. I thought this would be a hip hop air horn, but it's this. Um, it, it should say car horn. <laughs> um, and I would make use of a pew, pew, pew sort of air horn. And so what I'm going to ask each of our guests or, uh, I guess co-adventurers to do in their introduction is to give me their best hip hop air horn so I can keep that and save it for my own sound effect. So Adam, welcome to Outwatch. Oh, it's so good to be here. Uh, give me, give me your air horn. Okay, you went with a uh, more W noises than usual, but that's okay. Wow, Emily, welcome to Outwatch. <laughs> that one kind of had a duck slant to it. But <laughs> Listen, I feel like my air horn's better than Adam. That is so rude. I think yours is first place in the power rankings so far. I will ah. say that. Uh, Scott, welcome to Outwatch. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's happening right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst intro. <laughs> this is an audio nightmare hellscape. <laughs> this, is, this is audio suicide. We think someone has to get through this. Or get through this isn't fun for me right now. <laughs> As always, the voice of our listeners. <laughs> Well, hey, thanks for sitting through that garbage. Um, and let's get to Survivor and take a trip to Tree Mail and talk about what happened in episode four of Survivor Kageyan. Uh, we get right into it. We've got a tribe swap. The first swap in the history of Outwatch and our own rewatches. Uh, we swap from three tribes to two. Some of the highlights is it's uh, Sarah as the only brain and all three of the bronze end up on the orange tribe. Um, and then LJ and Jeffra wind up as the only beauties on the purple. And that is filled out with the remaining bronze. Um, at the, the bronze. <laughs> this time. 
All right, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm gonna let you guys keep going with that. Could you give me more, please? <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. I, I don't know any other. I don't know how to remix that song anymore. <laughs> It just comes cool. down to artistic talent. So we just have to wait for the next so bout of lyrics. So anyway, uh, at the reward challenge, the Purple Tribe wins. Um, I wrote down that this was a dumb challenge, but I forget what it was. Uh, oh, it was the pole thing. Was that the one? Yeah, they had to hold on to oh, the pole yeah, and then like so two stupid. people from the other tribe had to try to rip them oh, off. Oh, yeah, that sucked. Yeah, that was the worst bad. challenge. Yeah, bad that challenge. Horrible. Anyway, Purple wins a reward challenge, gets some donuts and stuff. Um, also a horrible reward, but <laughs> yeah, right. You're starving on a on an island and have very low nourishment. Here's some donuts. Here's a bunch of sugar. Enjoy. Yeah, they totally threw that up off screen. Hundred oh, yeah. percent. Tony even makes a note, and he's like, "Don't eat this too fast, guys." Yeah, for real though. So LJ looks to break in with Trish. Um, they connect over their um, Bostonian roots. And Lindsay is really, really off put by the connection between Trish and LJ. Um, and Sarah on her tribe asks about the day one shenanigans and who took what, making it necessary for Morgan to out herself as looking for an idol clue. Although she did not find that idol. Um, and each brain person who swapped onto that tribe, each uh, on their own, comes up to the um, the three brains and talks about forming an alliance with them. So the brains look like they may be out of the woods a little bit. Um, at the immunity challenge, the Orange Tribe wins by a hair. And uh, for as bad as that first challenge was, this one was really, really cool, um, in my opinion. Orange barely wins, sending the Purple Tribe to Tribal Council. The Bronze, minus Trish, and maybe Tony want to vote LJ out as a strong uh, social ringleader from the beauties. But Trish and LJ and Jeffra are thinking Cliff, and that lands Tony smack dab in the middle, choosing between aligning with LJ, Jeffra, and Trish, or Wu, Lindsay, and Cliff. Uh... And choosing between Cliff and LJ as the target. Ultimately, LJ, who has an idol, holds on to it, receives three votes, but that's all, as Cliff receives four, including mm. Tony's vote, and Cliff is sent out of the game, the first one gone in the new Swapped Tribes, and LJ not only survives, but does so while receiving votes and not playing his idol. He holds on to it. Um, in a balls of steel move. I, I hope I earned some major man points today. Definitely earned some man points. Uh, and we're on to a whole new phase of this game. I just felt a lot of um, anxiety when LJ did not play his idol mm. because when they were leading up to tribal council, he mentioned, because I totally forgot he had it, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I'm just going to see what happens and let people say their piece and then pull out this idol. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, like this is going to be crazy. And they got to the point where Jeff was like, if you have an idol, play it now. And they just, like, of course, waited 15 minutes uh -huh. building up the tension. And then LJ was like, no, nah, I'm good. I was like, what? Yeah. And, so did you yeah. expect him to play it? Yeah, I absolutely expected him to play it. And I thought like even if 
he had the votes that he needed, it still would have been a safe bet, you know? Like, he just, it didn't seem that sure that he wasn't going to be voted out. Mm -hmm. Well, so here's the situation he's in. He has a guaranteed three votes against Cliff, a guaranteed three votes against him, one pretend, one vote that's in the middle, Tony. Not right. sure where he's going to go. Right. Which means the risk of playing the idol is that he plays the idol, Tony was on his side, he didn't need to play it, but he was safe guaranteed. The benefits of playing the idol is if you're not safe, if you don't have the votes, if four votes are going against you, guess what you've just done? You've balanced the game because you played a freaking idol when you were supposed to go home. I just like, I don't know when you're more likely to play this thing. Like the only time you play it, he would play it then as if he's a hundred percent sure it's going towards him. Yeah. Not to mention, not to mention it would have earned team RNGs a point. Hey, that's right. For playing an idol. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm mad at him. It really felt, sure. uh, yeah, you're right. It felt like a, a huge, like, super risky decision not to make it he had to have had a lot of trust yeah. in either trish or tony maybe it was trish saying like no no no, he's good don't worry about it um but you're right to sit on that when you are co- like positive you're at least getting three votes and it takes four yeah. uh is really risky and maybe dumb but it worked out for him but it worked mm-hmm. yeah and yeah i, I was shocked I wonder, too, if it, so, like, let's say there's a scenario where Tony does vote for Cliff. LJ does play his idol. Do you think that rubs Tony the wrong way? They, like, get back to camp and he's like, bro, I told you I was going to vote for Cliff. Why did you play your idol? Don't you trust me? That was my Tony. What'd you think? <laughs> that was actually kind of good. Appreciate it. Do you think that could, like, cause a rift in a potentially budding alliance there? I I think it runs the risk of the, <clears throat> excuse me it runs the risk of a rift forming but the thing the situation you're in at that point is um there is uh it's Jeffra or yeah Jeffra and uh LJ they're tight Trish is clearly on their side which leaves you with Wu and uh uh what's her name Lindsay Lindsay yeah and Tony has to sit there and say, do I want to pair up with these three people or do I want to pair up with these two people because I'm upset that he didn't trust me? That's fair. You, That's you fair. go with the bigger group. Like, like the smart play is to, yeah, that sucks, but move on. Any other big time thoughts before we break it down? Break, 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 break it down. Uh, what was the reward or the immunity challenge? You said you really liked it. I don't uh-huh. remember. The immunity was the one where they had like the battering ram and had to knock the walls uh, down. And then it was the really cool like puzzle that was the, on the. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a good challenge. That was a really good challenge on the backside of a really terrible reward challenge. Yeah. Yep. The like battering ram part. Fine, whatever. But that puzzle, one of the cooler puzzles I think I've seen. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I did think it was kind of interesting how, like, as soon as they did the tribe swap, you could see the cracks in different groups forming as, like, mm-hmm. different tribe groups were intermingling. Like, mm-hmm. you could see, and really in both tribes, how, like, like the people on bottom were clearly trying to, like, weasel their way out of their current situation. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. And you get that kind of 
the um, manifestation of that tension that tribes that don't really go to tribal council in the bronze bronze case haven't gone at all starting to come up. It's like uh, in the case of like Trish and Cliff and Lindsay, particularly these people are probably, you know, annoyed with or have animosity towards one another and have for quite some time. And they've had no outlet, you know, to deal with that until now. And it's like, yeah, it all starts to come out. All right, so this was the first tribe swap that we've seen. Um, were you expecting a swap or a merge, or did what was like your reaction um, to the swap, Adam or Emily, as first time viewers? What was um, what was your reaction? Uh, yeah, I expect because it was in fact in the previews last uh, episode, right? But also because the brain tribe was just so small mm -hmm. and like we saw we watched once you get a tribe down that has gone to tribal council so many times they're down so many people they barely stand a chance in challenges and they're just going to keep going to tribal council and it's not even fun to watch anymore yep yeah i i i agree with all that and i was kind of i was expecting a a, a tribe swap but also if i'm a producer seeing that the brawn are keen enough to throw a challenge, I think I would try to stretch that for another episode. Interesting. Just to see what happens, you know, and then, and then do a tribe mm -hmm. swap, you know, just push it one episode and see what happens. But uh, yeah, I don't know. See, I actually have a theory. You know how uh, this was designed to be a six on six challenge and yeah. not a seven on seven one. I kind of think they did not plan to swap until two episodes after this. Hmm. Uh, I did think it was weird that they had to set one person out each. Yeah. Yeah. You really normally wouldn't do that on a, yeah. like this is the first challenge with a new tribe, you know, well, especially one where not everybody's participating at the same time. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was weird too. It's like, why would you design, you know, this challenge when you know, the numbers are going to be even where you have to have someone sit out. It seemed weird. Yeah. It could also just be them trying to play the game though, where they like, you know how everyone shows up the first time they're like, Hey, find your weakest link. And yeah, sure. Sure. So who, which tribe do you think looks better from a, a game perspective after these swaps? Um, but after these numbers shake out, um, which one did you look at and think like, man, this, this is going to be a stronger tribe than the other one. I thought that the new beauty tribe would actually be the stronger tribe. So um, the new purple tribe? Yeah, the new the new purple tribe. They okay. they just had so many of the brawn people who have played the game so well. Beauty was always strong. So I mean you're talking about LJ and Jeffra, like they seem like fairly strong competitors. And then you wind up with all three brain people on the orange mm -hmm. tribe, which you know, not nothing against Spencer. And I think Cass and Tasha are fine at challenges, but they've just never shown themselves to be great at it. You know, I will say that I thought Tasha killed it in this challenge. And I think she was just so excited <laughs> to be in a new tribe. And she wanted probably to prove herself. I thought she did yeah. really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think definitely on paper, you look at it and you think, man, purple tribe has a clear advantage here. It's like I like arguably the best challenge performer on orange is Sarah. And that's nothing against Sarah. She's quite good, but 
Uh, I'd probably put Wu and Tony and LJ ahead of her on the Purple Tribe. But even Cliff is good. Like, yeah, 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 Cliff too. He orchestrated the whole like blind or blindfolded challenge. Mm-hmm. He's I mean, in the reward challenge. Like he was the impossible target. Like right. I, yeah, he's just got some traits about him that yeah. have come in handy for sure in yeah. challenges. For today's challenge, drag this seven foot, two hundred and seventy pound man <laughs> across the the beach exactly. with him fighting yeah. you the whole way. Yeah, that was never. Survivors ready? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so absurd. Like Cliff <laughs> Robinson used to like bash with Shaq in the post, and here, like, <laughs> freaking Spencer's trying to drag him across the beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's so real and so funny. <laughs> hey, Spencer, do you know who Shaquille fucking O'Neal is? <laughs> That's so funny. He was the one that would break the, the backboards, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so on a personal level then, which of the players do you think gained the most um, and which ones lost the most based on the way that the swap shook out? brains gained everything yep. yeah they had so many people come up to them and be like hey uh let's uh form an alliance <laughs> yeah let's let's talk about how 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 morgan's so proud of how she can twerk and how annoying that is and how it Jeremiah... was actually it was actually alexis that thought oh, that, that was proud of her <laughs> <Yes>. twerking ability <laughs> i just got so confused by who, who's bragging about that <laughs> it was actually one of the cute girls and not the hot girl that was concerned oh, okay. with twerking <laughs> Scott, who do you think came away well and came away poorly with the swap? Well, I was gonna say like right off the bat, I thought that Sarah really lost a lot mm-hmm. going like going from the Braun tribe to switching to being the only original Braun member on a tribe full of non bronze members mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah i agree with the the brains really really leveled up because they all of a sudden go from being just by themselves but then they wind up with some more physical threats and some more people that want to all of a sudden align with them so i really thought that they 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 went from the outhouse to more of the penthouse that's right <laughs> I think it was really crucial that they got swapped together because um, now they go from someone who's just like easy to pick off to a real entity, you know, that is useful to you. Right. Yeah. There's their numbers and there's, mm-hmm. and I feel like at this point there's no more valuable thing than having numbers on your side. So, yeah. And they it, at least appear to be quite tight, you know, as one unit. And so that's three numbers, which is a lot. Yeah, especially when you only need four to vote someone off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the like Sarah's situation too. In in her case of being swapped to a tribe as like a solo from an, another tribe, I don't think it guarantees you that you are the initial target. But it, what it certainly does is it guarantees that you will be a focal point in some way, right? Because mm-hmm. there's like there's two ways it can go, right? It can go, okay. Uh, the Braun haven't lost a challenge. Sarah is a Braun. Let's just vote her out. And that's a knock on their numbers. Easy, done. There's your one option. The other option is, okay, 
Sarah's by herself here. She's not going to make any noise right now. Let's get control of the numbers of this tribe, and we'll get Sarah in order to do that. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're you're either a target or you're a swing vote. You also yeah. you get the opportunity to kind of play what the other tribe does at tribal to your advantage. Like when when she sees that Cliff has gone, she can either use that to her advantage, saying like, "Yeah, Bron's not tight. Like I'm with anybody. Like I'm a wild card." Interesting. Yeah. Or she can look and say, like, we've been trying to get rid of Cliff forever. We just haven't lost a challenge. And, like, I'm I'm, I'm aligned with the people who are not, you know, trying to keep him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I have to say, I didn't think about this until now, but it's probably good for Sarah that she's no longer on a tribe with Tony because <laughs> it was really painful to watch over and over her be like, swear on your badge. Like, yeah. we're in this. Like, yeah. And then they pan to him interviewing and he's like yeah, about I'm my badge. Yeah. <laughs> I'll swear on anything. To me. yeah we finally got him to stop saying cops are us <laughs> yeah. cops are us <laughs> it's happening right now i don't know why i love that clip so much but i do it's <laughs> just the way he says now yeah it's happening yeah. right now yeah <laughs> um Okay, and then we get the whole kind of the major storyline of this episode is the LJ and Trish new connection. Um, Trish and LJ are both from Massachusetts. Trish really likes LJ because he's a gentleman and a hardworking guy. Um, <laughs> this is what Adam said about that. Would you like to share? Yeah, uh, as soon as I heard that, I had to pause the episode and say, that is the most Bostonian thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> if you don't know anything about Boston, so... New Yorkers are tough. Like they're not going to put up with, you know, your crap. Uh-huh. Like they're tough people. Bostonians, they're angry. They're mad at you mm. for existing. Just existing in their world, they're angry at you. <laughs> and so in Boston, a gentleman is, oh, hey, he's not pissed at me. He must be a gentleman. <laughs> it was like, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh my God, that's so Bostonian. Like, <laughs> Did you... What was your reaction to that moment when they're like in the jungle and they like come up with a plan and Trish has like this horrifying face and looks at LJ and goes, it's effing Boston, baby. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. It, the thing like that, honestly, it didn't throw me like at all. Like, no, like she did it. And I was like, yeah, this is Boston, man. Like, <laughs> I feel like on Survivor, Boston as a city has more of like a, a, I don't, I don't like it's a character by itself. No, but that okay, than like so this any is, this other is, city. There's like New York to some degree, but Bo- there's Boston Rob, and there's like someone from Boston explicitly, like every other season. But the thing, the thing about Boston is every time people make like jokes about it, like, oh, the city is this way or the city is this way, like everyone who lives there does this, everyone who lives there does this. It's true. <laughs> like New York, it's always like they say that and it's a joke because there's a billion people who live there and they're from all over the place. So like, yeah, there's someone who does that, but not everyone actually does that. I'm walking Boston, here. Boston, it's legitimately like, <laughs> it's just what they are. And th- uh, there's a, like a Seth Meyer bit where he uh he he does every move that ever takes place in boston trailer and mm. there's like four minutes of the trailer and he's just naming places in boston yeah we're up at Ovid. no no we're down in dorchester and <laughs> just over and over again and it's like it's so true like, <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not really sure. It's great. Sure. Boston, like, legitimately, like, if you get a chance to visit Boston, great city. Highly recommend. Don't, like, get me wrong there. But, like... Yeah, we're going to get some hate in the comments here. Yeah, I like... Sorry <laughs> if we have listeners from Boston. I'm sorry. I'm very, I, li- I lived there for a while. I loved it. Great, great city. Very expensive, but great city. <laughs> nah, nah, forget that. Go Colts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fighting words. Yeah, right. So anyway, the whole the whole thing there is like and this is we talked about this last episode a little bit, too, but it is nothing but actual pure luck that Trish and LJ are both on the season from of Survivor are both from Massachusetts and then both get swapped onto this tribe. And that becomes maybe it's certainly not the only reason, but at least a, a reason that's given to us as either like a sparking reason or a primary reason that these two people work together to like shift the flow of power in the game is that literally these two people are from the same part of the country, right? It's luck. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're also attracted to each other. Okay. That was, there was a little bit of an undertone in that, but I'm not, that seems like just reality TV trying to be reality TV. Yeah. 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 How old is LJ? Because they make this whole up. thing out to be like, Trish is like, I'm old enough to be his mom. And I'm like, LJ looks like he's like 36. I don't know how young you think he is. Okay. Um, Trish is 48. LJ is 34. Okay. Yeah. Did someone yeah. just fall out of their seat in reaction I, to that I, I quote? I something down so I could gesture in a, in a way that indicated that I was pretty dang close. Okay. Yeah. Because Lindsay at one point, which granted she hates Trish, was like, She's like, I don't know how old she said Trish was. Four, she she called LJ a 20-year-old. Yeah, she called him a 21. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's like, no. I was like, he's, no. Not, he's 34. Yeah. Like, he does not look he's like not he's like 20. old or anything, but he's not 20. <laughs> right. Uh, it just seemed like LJ was like, yeah, this is fine. This is fine. I love Boston. Boston's great. Let's be friends. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Trish didn't like the bronze. The, the people in the Braun tribe that she was really with anyway, yeah. it was just a good out for her. It made sense. I, I, I don't know. Part, part of me wants to like criticize her and just be like, you have numbers, stay with the numbers. But the problem is she's so low on that totem pole. Yeah. Like, they'll, they'll vote her out. When so they get the chance, th- you know? yeah. this is, I think the best way to think about like alliances and survivor. I've heard, um, other survivors like talk about this before in current modern survivor is that it has evolved from like the people from on your tribe versus the people on the other tribe or the people that once were on your tribe versus the people that are, were once on the other tribe into something more like the people that I can trust and work with versus the people that I cannot. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. this is a really good example of that where for Trish and then Tony ultimately makes this decision too. these new people that they're just working with now for the first time in LJ and Jeffra are people that still have the potential to be people that they can work with and trust. Whereas they know now after spending X number of days on the beach with Cliff and Lindsay, I think particularly, you don't really get the sense with Wu, but with Cliff and Lindsay that they do not like, cannot trust, cannot work with them. Right. And so even though it's breaking up the numbers of that pre-existing tribe, you are cutting someone out of the game that you've decided, I can't work with this person, you know? And for that reason, it seems like a good move, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and, and that and that makes sense. 
I, I, I can see it that way. And definitely moving forward. It, it's not, I, I, I don't think it's a bad move. And I, you get kind of the first taste of um, the relationship between Tony and Trish this episode too. Uh, it looks like they've got a pretty good working relationship um, such that Tony's really the only person from that tribe that Trish is willing to trust with this plan to vote Cliff out. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't even approach. I mean, she knows that Lindsay right. doesn't like her and like Wu is tight with Cliff. So, I mean, yeah, like, why, why even bother? Like The situation that the brains then find themselves in is another really good example of a tribe that has been slimmed down by having to go to tribal a lot, becoming a really close group and a powerful and valuable group compared to someone like the 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 beauty, which is their kind of like foil in this case, a tribe that's only had to go to tribal once, has a lot of underlying tension that is looking to break up um, and can use that smaller number um, in a way that maybe they wouldn't be able to use an, another big group of people, you know, um, such that it, Scott, give me your take on this. Is it actually better if you are a, uh, a woke survivor player coming into a season of survivor? <laughs> is it better for you to hope that pre swap your tribe does terribly? You lose all the challenges and there's only three of you left going into a swap. Well, <laughs> so that you can be used in this way. I don't know that it's ideal. I mean, I think if I'm <laughs> going into Survivor, I'm hoping my tribe's going to be uh, pretty successful. I don't know that I want to be like at that position because I think to get to that position, I'm going to have to endure quite a bit. Um, but who's in a better position right now than the brains? That is, I mean, you can make that point. I mean, yeah, it's just. Getting to that point, you just gotta hang in there like the cat, I guess, right? Like the cat, the cat on the poster. Oh, hang in there. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Um, I guess. I mean, I guess you have a point. I mean, I can't argue against it. Change my mind. Yeah. What? Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no one's in a better position than the brains. Change my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I. I, think I really don't know. I think the advantage that the brains have is they are all together. Um, and that's the only reason they're stronger than say LJ, Jeffra, Alexis and Jeremiah. But here's the thing with that too, is that I think over and over you see that the tribe that gets decimated in this way is always closer than the tribe that hasn't really gone to tribal because they've had to prove their trust and they've whittled it down to a group of people that are people they want to work with instead of just having the whole crew to work from like to choose from, you know? Yeah. And we saw this last um, season, like in Pearl Islands, like the one, I forget what the tribe was called at this point, but the really successful tribe got to the merge and they were like ready to kill each other. Right. Because they haven't really, they hadn't gotten that chance to vote out the bad eggs and they were just stuck dealing with them the entire time. But you do have a point like the, the lower tribe, you know, they were, they have gotten rid of all those bad, you know, bad personalities and they are just a one unit mm -hmm. ready to attack the world. Yeah. Well, you don't know, you don't know who, who is on whose side really like until tribal council happens, you know, you, you can say yes to anything. 
<laughs> so I, I think the, the loyalty being tested thing is a, is the most convincing argument in my mind. Yeah. Uh, another great example of this comes from Outlast, a, an amateur Survivor production, where the initial Blue Tribe. This is my season of Survivor. Oh, yeah, that's, that that's I made. Your, <laughs> what do you mean by amateur Survivor? Yeah, this is the one that I that I produced. The initial Blue Tribe loses the first four challenges, um, and then they swap, and um, it, they. Uh, one girl on the on the tribe gets swap screwed, and so she ends up on the purple tribe, and it's her as the only former blue joined by, I think, five um, former purples. And then they lose the next three, but she doesn't get voted out in that time because she is... Uh, she's not even on their radar, at, at least until like the end of that. And then she's gained her own allies from that because they are like, all right, look, we've wanted to get this person out since day one. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, great. And then even further, those four people that were the, you know, the four uh, remaining from the original blue tribe that loses the first four challenges are uh, four of the final six. This is with high schoolers and over 48 hours instead of 39 days. But there's another data point. Yeah. By the way, uh, you can go to YouTube.com slash C slash SOCC Student Ministries to watch Outlast in its entirety. Gert, you're such a woke podcast host. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. <laughs> of course, like the counter argument to this, which... If I were to play Survivor, I actually wouldn't say like, all right, let's lose so we can get into a small group. Is that if you win a, a immunity challenge, you have a 0% chance of getting voted out. If you lose, you have a whatever percent chance. I will always choose the 0% chance of losing and winning an, an immunity challenge. And for real, you had to get like brain, brain said to get through three tribal councils. Like, that's just so many. Mm -hmm. And you like, yeah, every every time you go to tribal, there's a chance that you get voted out and you lose. And yeah, the chance goes up every time you go. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of um, things that jumble up at the the swap. You know, there's lots of new alliances and relationships that form lots of new kind of groups and factions. Um, what new alliance or group of people do you really like uh, moving into this next phase of the game? Uh, Scott, is there any a group of people that are put together by the swap that you are looking forward to seeing work together? Um, I'm kind of intrigued about the Orange Tribe, mostly seeing how they incorporate Sarah into that, mm -hmm. um, seeing like if, you know, obviously they won this this time, so like they didn't have to worry about voting anybody out. But like in future, in the future, if they do lose, like seeing like if she is able to kind of gain their trust or kind of work some magic to come up with a new alliance or whatever, or if she'll just wind up getting voted out. I'm kind of interested to see how that plays out. Mm -hmm. Not it's not new, but I enjoy that Tasha, Cass and Spencer are still together and that mm -hmm. they have more leverage now. I think that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the other thing I, I just thinking about your your argument about being whittled down. I think Spencer, Tasha, and Cass probably have more respect for the game right now than anybody else. Mm -hmm. Because like everybody else, they probably came to the game like let's you know, we're gonna crush it. Like I got this. 
and then they just get decimated mm-hmm. and so they just get humbled real quick. So I, I feel like we're probably going to see them be a lot more measured coming going forward. Yeah, I think that's fair. No one has experienced the game the way that they have yeah, at this point. And I think that'll just be more interesting to watch than Wu and Lindsay get ticked off at Trish and Cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think we'll see more of the other side. But <laughs> the immunity challenge we talked about a little bit already, but the cool part about it to give more detail is they the first part they have to take a battering ram and knock down some walls. And then that same battering ram that they knock the walls down with, like, becomes the puzzle. So there's this, like, um, this groove maze almost on the, the big pole. And they've got, um, like, this big sled almost with, a like, a peg in it. And so they have to continually twist the, the pole in such a way that the groove allows them to push it further down the sled. Um, and then when they get it all the way through it, you can push it all the way through and they ding a gong with it. It was just a really cool puzzle idea. They, they built those walls so sturdy. <laughs> they were yeah, tough walls. <laughs> they could have gone without the, like, um, the horizontal two by fours there. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed kind of unfair. It made it, you, you had to be so precise with that battery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought it was weird. They, the tribe that lost had cliff at the back. That seemed dumb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, him in front would have made way more sense. That's that's what I'm thinking, but... Well, I, I think... Yeah, I, I don't know what the thought was, but it was something along the lines of, we have two strong guys in the front, so we'll put Cliff in the back so he can carry more of the weight back there. That would make he'll, sense. He'll, he'll carry more weight than one of the other guys. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the episode is really the, um, the purple camp um, and their scrambling after losing the challenge and the, like we said, the big decision that's basically coming down between Cliff um, and LJ. I thought this was a a kind of minor moment, but I thought it was really telling Um, when Lin, like Lindsay is seen as like the paranoid one that's freaking out about Trish um, potentially flipping. And it turns out Lindsay's paranoia is correct because she Mm -hmm. is Um, Cliff doesn't really see it that way, but Lindsay's freaking out. Um, and there's a few clips of Wu, like comforting her and being really good socially. I don't know if you caught that at all, but there were a couple times this episode where I was really impressed with Wu's social ability in this game. I actually noticed that as well because they were off talking and he was just being really like he was just making really calm mm-hmm. points about how Trish was acting and why she was acting that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he'd be like, yeah, he just, she just likes him. He's from Boston too. It's okay, you know. It's just the way she is. Yeah. Wu may be the most chill guy to ever play Survivor. He's pretty cool. I love watching <laughs> Wu. He's so much fun. He's real so chill. chill. Yeah, he's really good in the challenges too. Like when he goes down and dives and gets that buoy in the previous episode. Yeah. Like I love when. I love when Wu was comparing himself to LJ and he was like, yeah, I'm as good on the land and I'm 10 times better in the water. Uh uh (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was good. When you were going into tribal and into the votes, what did you think would take place? Did you think that LJ would play the idol and did you think the four votes would land on him or that they would ultimately land on cliff? Cause it, this is a, was a real like cliffhanger. I don't really think you got a, a big, you know, like, indication one way or the other 
I thought Cliff was going home and LJ was going to play an idol. Okay. But I thought Cliff was going to have the votes to go home. Why'd you think it was going to be Cliff over LJ? I just feel like what we saw this week was kind of Tony isn't necessarily as smart a player as he seems to think he is. He just likes to talk a lot. (laughs) And so when he was sort of provided with this chance, he just was like, are you sure? But but like, are you sure? And then she was just like, yeah, like go for it. And he just kind of went with it, you know? Hmm. I I don't know. I, I I think there would have been more back and forth. I think Tony would have gone to Lindsay and Wu and said, so like Trish isn't with us. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. And maybe again, in that scenario, it could have happened and we wouldn't have seen it, but yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine that Tony would just and, be yeah, like, and it's better TV without it if it did happen. Right. So, like, obviously. Right. Scott, I know you've seen this season before, but do you remember what happened going into this? Were you kind of uh, tense about the state of your already um, <laughs> fragile RNGesus squad? Um, I had a pretty strong suspicion that LJ was going to make it through. I didn't yeah. know if he would play his idol or not. But I had a strong, I, for some reason, just felt like Cliff was going home. Mm-hmm. But so I wasn't all that worried, but also like it wasn't completely doubt free in my mind. So, yeah, but, but yeah. And Cliff really didn't do a whole lot wrong other than not really believing Lindsay when she was like, dude, she's swapping. He was just kind of like, nah, it's fine. So then the the last question with this is, was this the right move for Tony and Trish to, and we've talked about this a little bit already too, but to uh, go back on the big brawn group and instead kind of put their chips in with LJ and Jeffra? I think it makes sense for for Trish because it get, like we said earlier, she already had conflict with Lindsay and, you know, if they were going to go further in the game, she would be one that they would vote out quickly. I'm not sure about Tony. I haven't decided how I feel about his swap yet. I don't really see huge benefits in doing it, but I mean, he was against that alliance anyway. He was so, just kind of playing everything, right? So it's I guess not that's well, I mean he was he he didn't like Cliff all that much. I think he sees right, right. Wu and Lindsay as like threats by association Mm. so when he realizes that trish isn't going to budge on this it kind of makes sense to just enact a plan like i don't i i'm i want to get rid of him anyway yeah i think that's about right Mm. you you definitely see that he doesn't like and want to work with cliff i don't know if you get much either way with Wu and Lindsay to this point but if yeah if he's decided cliff's not someone i can work with you know might as well. Yeah, the, only, the only thing about this that I would find troublesome is it it really probably could have been done in a way where Wu would have been on their side. Yeah, where they didn't blindside Wu as well. Yeah, I, I don't know about Lindsay, mm-hmm. but definitely Wu at least because Wu was already on their side. Like we're, we're going to throw a challenge and we're going to go off Cliff. Like even though Wu liked Cliff he was you know, willing to do it. So it, it almost seems like they could have done it in a way that was cleaner. Yeah, I can see that. I think there's a possibility that Wu gets on board as well. And right. We've talked about this in previous seasons. It's like coming back now, 
uh, Cliff is blindsided and out of the game, so you don't have to worry about his feelings because he's out of the game. Mm-hmm. But now Wu and Lindsay are blindsided also, and you you have to go right back to camp with them, you know, right. and try to explain what's going on. Um, and that's, yeah, that's some lost trust that you'll have to deal with now, too. So this episode... Um, I have to do math now. Okay, um, both <laughs> the RN Jesus squad and the Earlobe tribe received three and a half points this episode. Um, and Adam, you did lose one of your members in Cliff. Rip in peace. Um, and Dara's second win pulled up a whopping six points today. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> making the scores at this point a 11 points for Dara's second win, nine and a half for the earlobes and seven and a half for RN Jesus. Um, Adam, after losing cliff, what do you, how do you feel about the state of your tribe going forward? You know, I still feel pretty good about it. I feel good about Spencer. I feel good about Tasha. We already described, we already talked about how brains in a good position. I think woo can scramble and make it through. If he can get to the merge, he's going to be in a good spot. Jeremiah is always going to be a wild card. I don't know if he's, I, I, I feel like he might just be a Derek kind of situation where he makes it really far for no real reason. Jeremiah <laughs> is fitting the bill of Dara in a number of ways to this point. He is attractive to the eyes. He is a Southern person. He is terrible in confessional. Yeah. <laughs> uh, At least we get confessionals from him. <laughs> that's true. We have maybe gotten more so far from him than all of Dara's. They never gave Dara a chance. Hashtag Dara second win. <laughs> <laughs> and Emily, you're uh, leading by a, a commanding point and a half right now. How do you feel about your tribe's future? Uh, you know what? I don't want to think about the future. I just want to live in the present. And I'm I'm real excited. That's a so, really healthy choice. I'm proud of you yeah. for making it. Uh, Scott, how do you think about where you're at with your RN Jesus squad in last place right now? But, um, you know, we've seen come from behind victories. Well, maybe not victories, but, uh, competitive performances before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, this tribe being completely randomized for me, I maybe would have picked some different people, (laughs) but (laughs) But I think I've got some solid competitors on my team. I'm excited to see how it shakes out. I don't think I don't think I'm completely out of it. You did lose. You dodged a bullet by um, with LJ this episode. Could have been yeah. the second straight member voted out, but he survived. Yeah, I just hope he makes it long enough to drop that idol at some point because mm-hmm. that would definitely help me out. I'm going to be completely honest in that I don't remember how the, everything with the idol shakes out. So it'll be yeah, a fun I'm surprise. I'm for interested me too. to see. I mean, so who, who still has an idol right now? We know that LJ has one. And Tony, right? And oh, Tony. Tony. And they're yeah. both kind yeah. of in the same alliance, so that's interesting. They're also both on R and Jesus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got all the idols. I got all the idols. Just don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see in the, it was on the previously on one. Uh, I forget. It might have been for the first episode that we watched um, for this segment, but when it's Tony's clip and he's like, it's just me and my idol. It's me, myself, and I and my idol. There's four of us now. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Oh, what a crackhead. (laughs) (laughs) He's so great. 
All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Um, if you're still with us at this point. I'm not really sure. <laughs> not really sure why, but um, we're so grateful that you are. Um, be sure to hit that subscribe button, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Um, I, You know what? I'll go ahead and just go out and say it. We release every other Monday. Because that's the schedule I've been doing, and it's been working out so far. So now I'm on the hook for it, um, <laughs> and I may regret announcing it. But in any case, every other Monday. Uh, and you'll want to stay with us as we continue through this season. Next time, it's episode five, um, and there's more excitement, hilarity, and shenanigans in store. And uh, we'll see you then. Cool. <laughs> cool.